flying on her broom over the radio waves, and into your cottage comes the magical Madame Pamita with episode 55 of Magic and the Law of Attraction. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Madame Pamita, and you're listening once again to Magic and the Law of Attraction the podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 55 of Magic and the Law of Attraction, how to add numerology to your spell work. There's power in numbers. That old saying might have been referring to getting people together to create change, which is an amazing thing. But when you think about it, it also applies to numerology. Numerology is the magical meaning and significance of numbers. And when we learn a little bit about numerology, it opens up a whole new world of ways that we can add an extra boost of power to our spell work. So how do you begin? What do the numbers mean and how can we add them to our spells? Well, you and I will be covering all of that and more in this episode of Magic and the Law of Attraction. But before we get to that, I have a special announcement. 2023 is coming and it could be your most magical year yet. Do you want to make some amazing magic with me all year round? Well, you can with the new moon candle spell kits and the full moon spell kits. Each month I offer two very special once in a lifetime spell kits that can build your skills and you can have so much fun doing them. The new moon spell kits are candle spells that coincide with each new moon. You can either do it yourself with the spell kit only option. And if you order that, we'll send you a deluxe candle spell kit right to your home with everything that you need, plus complete instructions taking you step by step through creating that spell. You could also do it with me with the spell kit and workshop option. With that, you'll get this candle spell kit mailed to you, just like in the spell kit only option. Plus, you'll get a link to join me over Zoom and you and I and a bunch of other amazing folks will get together two days before the new moon and we'll put our candle spells together and I'll share some of the amazing information, tips, tricks, and all the things that I don't have space to add to the printed instructions. The great thing about that too is we are face-to-face when we do this. So you'll be able to ask questions, show me things, get answers. If you're unsure about any aspect of your spell, you can get answers right away because I'll be there with you helping you put it together. Another option is I can do it for you. You can order the new moon spell service and I will do a bespoke version of the spell on my hearth altar here at home. You will come and join me when we light the candles, the beautiful service when we light the candles. And you'll also join me over Zoom when we do the candle reading, which is the candle report, looking at the candle wax, etc. how your candle did. So you'll have two meetings with me. So that's if you get the new moon spell service. Now, in the coming months, we're going to have some amazing candle spells. I just released all the candle spells for the rest of the year coming up 2023. Like we have, for example, the dark moon magic candle spell kit for transformation or the mermaid love spell kit for healing and love. These are some of the beautiful spell kits that we have coming up. So you can check them all out, all the new moon candle spells coming out by going to newmoonspells.com. 
Now we also have full moon spell kits and workshops that take place before the full moon. These are deluxe non-candle spell kits that are shipped to your home and then you join me the day before the new moon over zoom and we learn about the lore and the history and the magic as we put our spell kits together or we learn how to use them or work with them we have some amazing spell kits coming up in the next few months like the moonstone elixir spell kit that teaches you how to make a full moon charged gem elixir or the charm casting kit that teaches you how to put together and use a charm casting set for divination I can't wait for these. These are so fun. So you can find all of these and more by going to fullmoonspell.com. So new moon spell or new moon spells will take you both to the same place for the new moon spells. Fullmoonspell.com will take you to look at the full moon spells. And we have a new feature this year. This is exciting a full moon subscription service and a new moon subscription service. You can subscribe to the full moon spell kit or the new moon spell kit and workshop or service or the kit alone, and you'll automatically get magic every single month. We only bill you once each month, and as long as you're subscribed, you'll be the first on the list to get the upcoming spell as soon as it's released. Not only that, but if you subscribe, you'll get a discount for being a subscriber. So just go to fullmoonspell.com or new moon spells.com and look for the subscription option. All right, let's talk about numerology. Numerology, what is numerology? Well, numerology is the study of the symbolism, the meaning, and the magic of numbers. If you are a numbery sort of person or you're gravitating toward numbers, you might want to include magical numbers in your spell work. But even if you're like me, person who's like, ugh, numbers, I don't want to do math. I still love using numerology in my spells because they give us another way to give our spells an extra boost of power. Magic and numerology have gone hand in hand throughout time, as long as there has been a concept of numbers. I believe that people have been using magic doing magic with numbers involved in their magic. This is something that we find evidence of. Going back almost 3,000 years ago, we see an ancient Assyrian inscription from the 8th century BCE that was commissioned by the leader Sargon II. And it says that, and this is what it says on the inscription, the king built the wall of Khorsabad 16,283 cubits long to correspond to the numerical value of his name. So he converted his name into numerology and then used that to make the wall a certain length. Amazing. So this is a way of, of establishing his power, of adding that magic to this wall by using numerology. Many, many, many spiritual systems use numerology, Kabbalah, Chinese medicine, astrology, tarot, they all incorporate numerology in some form. So you're going to find numerology, if you use numerology, you learn a little bit about it, it, you're going to see it crop up again and again and again in your spiritual practices as you explore in your magic and so on. To put it succinctly, why do we need numerology in our magic? Well, numbers are another spiritual ally. You've heard me speak many times about bringing spiritual allies into our spell work. For example, we bring herbs that support our spells or candle colors that support our spells or um, we say incantations that support our intentions. All of these things help support our will and our intention and so that we see the manifestation of what we want, right? So numbers 
videos can also be another way of supporting that and they're so easy to incorporate. Just as things like symbols, you know, if we draw a heart on something because we were doing a love spell, we can incorporate those numbers in our spells to add that little extra oomph to our spell work. Now, there's another way that we can work with numerology which is we can have uh, numerology give us messages. So when numbers are presented to us out in the world, these are ways of getting messages from our spirit guides. For example, when we see a digital clock and it has a repeating number on it, or we keep seeing the same number over and over again, that's a message from our guides showing us something. And we can look at it that way and just use numerology to make sense of the world around us and the messages that we're getting from our guides. But we can also invoke these numbers when we want to bring in their vibration. So yes, you can receive these numbers as you see 333 on the clock or you see 415 repeating everywhere you go, then you can use that and interpret that. But you can also bring numbers into your spell work intentionally to be a support for your spell work. Now, when we're working with numerology, generally we're working on single digits as power numbers. And we're going to talk about how to reduce a bigger number to a single digit so that we can use that power number in a minute. But right now I'm just going to talk about the different numbers and what they mean. So these individual single digit numbers have special significance. And if we look through them one through nine, we can really have the range of any kind of magic that you want to do. You just sort of slot in your magic based on the number that most aligns with your intention. So if we use the number one in our spell work, one is the number of beginnings. It's about newness, fresh starts, beginning over again, uh, new avenues, independence, right? Because number one is I'm all by myself. I'm independent. I'm strong and I'm, I'm good. Um, number one can also be about originality or will and self-reliance and success and leadership. It can be about your identity. It can be about um, starting a new venture. I mean, there's all kinds of things that go along with the number one and why we might, might want to bring that number into our magic. Number two is about duality. It's about having two things, right? So when we talk about two, we can talk about partnership. We can also talk about separations with two. We can use number two for cooperation or harmony. We can use it for love magic. I often see twos being used in love magic. We have two candles as we work on a come to me spell, for example. It can be about romantic love, marriage, home, any of those things, nurturing, parenting, those are things that we see with these relationships that go one-to-one. -one. So think about two as being about relationships one to another, whether it's romantic, friendship, marriage, uh, you, parent and child, or whatever. The number three is the Trinity and all the Trinities that are out there. There's not just the um, Trinity in Christianity. There's all kinds of Trinities, Maiden, Mother, and Crone, for example, or the Triple Moon. There's all kinds of things that we use Trinities for. It's the union of divine and human. So if we want to really connect to like divine energy, we can use the number three. Three is the number of creativity and expression, optimism, enthusiasm. It's about fertility, like Two, two parents bring in a child, that's three. Um, it can be about communication, writing, movement, or talent, you know, all kinds of things, family, things like that. Uh, number four is about material concerns. Think about the 
four corners on a square, four walls of a house. It's like really like solid, strong, uh, protective. So we use number four for material concerns, money spells, practicality spells. We want orderliness. Um, maybe we want to have success in a career. We can use the number four. Responsibility, patience, endurance, something that lasts a long time. That's why I say that pyramid candle with the four sides brings in that energy of four because of the four sides and three because of the triangle. So we've got creativity and stability. You know, it's got these these um, numbers that we can mix together. Um, we use number four for health. You know, you want your body to be healthy. That's a material thing. Uh, real estate, buying or selling a house, getting a job. These are all things that you could um, use number four for. Number five is for adventure. It's about change and freedom and exploration. So if you want to break out of the barriers or change something, or you want success in it, an unconventional area, you might bring in the number five. Um, it also brings in travel and uh, imagination and curiosity, sensuality. All of those things can um, really be enhanced by using the number five in your spell work. Number six is about harmony. Think about like the six sides of a hexagon, harmonious. Like think about bees working together. That's what I always think about with the number six. The beehives have those little um, cells inside and those cells have six sides to them. So I think about how bees are very cooperative and they work together as a community and in unison to for the benefit of all, right? Well, that's the energy of six. It's harmony, it's beauty, it's balance. It's about healing, comfort, being of service, the community. It can also be about romance because the number six is associated with Aphrodite. And so it can be about romance and love. Um, but it has all of those beautiful qualities to it. So if you need more peace and harmony, bring in the number six. If you want more romance, you want uh, to be of service or to get some help from someone, number six is really good for you. Number seven is about um, kind of the philosopher number, right? So it's about um, wisdom and having faith and spiritual connection. All spirituality um, revolves around the number seven. It also has this quality of contemplation, introspection, sort of like how you appear to others and uh, working in religion, working within religion. So spirituality and religion also thrive under the number seven. So we have this um, number when we maybe we want to um, maybe we want to bring in more wisdom or we want to connect uh, spiritually more deeply. We want to have more insight and intuition. That could be a great number for that. Number eight is about achievement. It's like you're at the peak of your power, right? So this is a real, when we talk about power numbers, this is a real power number. Number eight is about success. It's about authority. It's like you're getting to the top. You're, um, we can use number eight in money spells, prosperity spells, career spells, any, any place where you want to be at the top, you would use a number eight in your magic. Number nine is about the culmination, the completion, your wishes coming true. It can be about endings, letting go of something. We can also think about nine as being like the graduation, leaving behind one thing and moving on to the next thing or to the your new thing, right? Evolution, changes, all of those things we can work with with number nine, but it's about evolution. It's not just change, it's change that's like improvement, growing. You know, we can bring in that number for that. There's also a, a couple of numbers that you might see used in numerology that have some 
uh, special in, you know, meaning to them. They're two digit numbers. So number 11 is considered to be a master number. That's why when we see, say, oh, we see 1111, make a wish, right? It's a master number. It's about intuition, enlightenment, prophecy, psychic ability. So that's a very special number. And our number 13, you know, number 13 is luck despite all the odds. It's not an unlucky number. This is like bad propaganda. Luck comes from number 13, especially when you're really betting on something that doesn't have much of a chance. Well, you got to get get those odds in your favor. And so using the number 13 really help for that. 13 is also about transformation and magic and manifestation. So it's a fantastic number to work with to really create change and to really turn things to turn out well, you know, in, in the end. So this is a really good number to work with. So how do we bring all this numerical deliciousness into our spell work? Well, there's lots of ways. First of all, think about your number and what you want to, what is most aligned with your spell work. So like if you're doing a love spell, you could do uh, a number two, right? For a love spell, right? Two of something. If you were doing a money spell, you could do four of something or eight of something and so on. So find the number that most aligns with your intention and then add that to your spell work. Now you could, so what can you do? Well, you can do multiple spells. So you might, let's say you wanted to do um, a spell for fertility. You might do three different spells. You could do three different candle spells, or you could do a candle, a mojo bag, and a bath. You could do three different things around that. And that's bringing the power of the number three to your spell work. So doing multiple spells and doing the number of spells that are most aligned with your intention can be a great way to work. You could also do the same spell over and over again. So let's say you wanted to um, be a huge success. You could do an eight day bath because the number eight has to do with success and achievement. And so you would do a bath over eight days, a bath each day over eight days to uh, produce this and bring that numerology into your magic. So multiple spells is one way to do it. Another way to do it is to, to bring numerology into your magic is to do a spell over a certain number of days. That's sort of like that as we were talking about before. You could do eight baths over eight days. So you could do a spell over a number of days, or you could do something like light a candle and let it burn a certain number of days. That could be one another way of working. Or holding on to a lucky talisman for a certain number of days and then letting it go or stop working with it after that number of days has passed by. So there's lots of ways we can think about bringing in the number of days that we're working. We could also condense that and work with something for a certain period of time. So you could, you know, for example, you could burn a candle for a certain number of minutes a day, or you could um, sit in a bath for a certain number of minutes, right? Or you could um, chant an incantation for a certain number of minutes. So it's all ways that you can bring numbers in, in the timing, whether it's days, minutes, hours, weeks. I mean, you can do it however you want, but you can also set that intention and use that to support your spell work. Another way is you can start your spell at a certain time that corresponds to your, you know, the, the magic that you're trying to do. 
So let's say you wanted to connect with divine energy or you wanted some real divine, I wanted a miracle. I want a miracle. So I might start my spell at seven o'clock to bring in the number of the number seven into my spell work. Or you could start your spell on a repeating number. I'm going to do a love spell and I'm going to start it at 222 to bring in that magic of the number two. So that's another way you can um, incorporate those numbers into your spell work and into the timing. You can also add a certain number of herbs or other items to your spell work. So if you are doing a candle spell, you can add uh, three herbs to your fertility spell, or you could add uh, nine herbs to your banishing spell to release and let go, right? So this is a way of bringing in those numbers in that way. Now, it doesn't have to be with candle spells only. We can think of like a mojo bag, for example, or charm bag, and we can add a certain number of items into that bag to bring in that numerology. So start to think about how many things you're bringing in, and you can use this to enhance your spell work as well. Another way we can use numerology is thinking about lucky numbers. I think of lucky numbers as being like our personal numerology. Um, So you might have a number that you like or that you like working with, and that sort of has your signature on it. So if you, let's say you like the number three, it may not be what traditionally you're doing a spell about the number three issues, but maybe this is like about your empowerment and this is your lucky number. So you could bring in three candles or bring in three items or start it at 333 if that's your special number. So think about that as sort of like a personal empowerment number and that's your lucky number, right? Um, We also can bring in numerology working with tarot. You know, this is a, a, it brings a beautiful, deeper understanding about the meaning of the cards. So for all you tarot readers out there, start thinking about the numbers of the cards. If you haven't already, many people have, you know, already thought about it. But if you haven't thought about it, some another way you can bring it in. So for example, um, think about our number six. Our number six is about beauty, harmony, balance, nurturing, you know, being of service and all of those things. Well, let's take a look at the the six cards and the pips. The six cards are all about those things. When we look at the six of cups, for example, it's a little boy giving a little girl a cup with a flower in it, being of service, beauty, harmony. I think that says it all right there. Six of swords. There's a ferryman pushing a parent and a child across a river, giving them a ride across a river. That's being of service, right? And it's getting them to where they need to go. Six of wands is about a guy victorious riding on a horse and he's got a community of people around him. That's a community card. And Six of Pentacles shows a rich man giving uh, gold to the people who are begging, right? And so these are all examples of how that numerology shows up in tarot and it gives another layer of meaning to those cards. So a great way to work with that. Lastly, I'm going to say about that, 1111 make a wish. It doesn't have to be, you know, we've all heard that thing, 1111 make a wish, right? And we all do it. I hope we all do it. It's a great way of like, noticing that number and taking advantage of that moment when that number is appearing for us. But it doesn't have to be 1111 only. It can be 222, 111, 333, 444. It can be 555. It can be 606. We don't have 666. We don't have 777, (laughs) but it can be 606 or it can be 707 or 808. You know, we can bring these numbers. When we see these special numbers show up on a clock, we can make a wish. We can also align the wish to the number. So if you see 444, you can make a money wish, right? If you see 222, you can make a relationship wish and so on. 
Now, there are some special ways that you can use numerology and candle spells. For example, if you're working with a vigil candle and you're poking holes in the top of the vigil candle to drop a little drop of oil. Now, normally I recommend seven, dropping seven in, but you can drop, uh, I mean, dropping seven drops, seven holes and seven drops. That's what I do. That's my sort of go-to because why I'm wanting to bring in spirit to help with the situation. So seven works for everything, but you could maybe figure out a number that works more with your spell work. For example, if you were doing a spell for personal empowerment, you might just make one hole with one drop of oil to emphasize the number one, because it's about your independence and success and individuality. You can also work with numbers and candles doing multi-day spells, burning a candle. So you could either burn one candle over a certain number of days, or you could take small candles and burn those one each day for a certain number of days. So that's another way that you can work with candles to bring in um, that numerology to support your intention. All right. And then, of course, you know, things like there's a seven day candle, seven knob candle where there's seven knobs on it. And that seg- you burn one segment each day. That's a perfect kind of number seven spell that you can do to bring in spirit energy to help with your intention and burn that candle one a little bit each day over seven days. And it gives you the segments so you know when it's time to stop. Right. All right. So in a minute, I'm going to tell you how to discover your own personal life path number through numerology. But before we leave the topic of candle spells, would you like to win a free candle spell kit by Madame Pamita? Me? Each month we give away a different beeswax candle spell kit to one lucky winner. These candle spell kits include everything you need to cast a beautiful candle spell. They have a gorgeous beeswax figural candle, They have a fantastic spiritual oil. They have herbs. They have complete step-by-step instructions. And sometimes they have talismans and all kinds of things. They're really, really cool. And you can get one for free. No purchase is required. And anyone anywhere in the world can enter to win this gorgeous beeswax candle spell kit. But you must be over 18 and you must enter every month. So if you entered last month's, you're not in you're not in the running for this month. You got to go back and enter again. So whether this is your first time doing it or your third time doing it because we've been doing this for 3 months, go to magicgiveaway.com, enter your email and you will be entered to win the contest. So go check it out. You'll see the amazing kit that we're offering for this month and um, you'll be in the running. So go ahead and do it now. Magicgiveaway.com. So first, when we're talking about our personal numbers, what is our most personal number? It's our birth date, right? It's kind of what many times, like when you go to the doctor's office, for example, they use to identify you. What's your birth date, right? It's a, a very specific thing that is unique to us and only the other people that were born on the same day as we were. So whenever you, but how do we turn this birth date into a personal number? So let's begin at the beginning. Whenever you get to a number that has two or more digits, we can look at them two ways. So we can look at each digit individually or we can add the digits together to reduce them to a single master number. It's called the master number when we do that. So for example, if you have a number 21 that you're working with, you can use the energy of the two and the energy of the one, right? So you've got a two and a one in 21, but you can also add the two and one together and that equals three. So two and one, 21 is two and one, but it's also the master number of that number is three. 
So when we're getting into something like dates, such as birth dates or anniversaries, or maybe even dates that you might want to start your spell work, you might want to get the master number of that date. And the way to do that is to add the numbers of the day, month, and year together, and then reduce them to a single number. So let's do an example. We're going to look at, since I'm American, <laughs> we're going to look at uh, the birth date of our country, which is the 4th of July, 1776, right? 4th of July, 1776. So we take those numbers and we add them together. So day is four, month is seven, and then we have one, seven, seven, six. Now, if you add four, seven, one, seven, seven, and six together, you get 32. 32, though, is a two-digit number. So then we take the three and the two of 32 and we add them together and they become a five. So the personal life path number of the U.S. is five. Now, if you want to discover your own life path number, all you have to do is add up the digits of your birthday, the day, the month, and the year, all those individual numbers, and then you'll end up with a number probably that will be uh, a number that's more than one digit, and you take those two digits and you add those together and keep reducing them till you come down to one number, one master number, and then you will know what the mission of your life is. Oh, your personal path number. It's such a cool thing. So once you do that, if you're listening to this, pause, do it, and then come back if you're listening to this recording. But once you do that, you get that soul essence number. So let's talk about these. So a number one, if you are a number one, if your stuff reduces down to number one, you're a pioneering spirit, you have an independent nature, you have innate leadership capabilities, and you are all about forward motion, very Aries energy, right? Like go for it, get it. That's a number one person. They're like looking at life with exuberance and optimism and like everything is like shiny, new and sparkly. So that's a number one person. They just go for it. Now, if you reduce your numbers and you get down to a number two as your master number, you're about sensitivity, harmony and balance. You would be a great mediator. You create harmony. Even if people are not getting along, you can create harmony. Um, you're very compassionate. You're empathetic and you are supremely kind. If number three is your master number, you're all about communication. It's like those are the great communicators. You're also highly creative and expression and sharing innovative and pioneering ideas through your art and your writing and your speaking or your teaching all will be part of your life. Number three, people inspire, they motivate, they uplift others, and they really enjoy making others smile. They love bringing joy to others. So that's a number three personality and what you're bringing to the world, your gifts that you're bringing to the world. Number four people are earthy energy. They're rooted, they're grounded, they're fortified, they're strong, they're stable. They're all about the physical world and they are very invested in creating something strong and long lasting and building that lasting legacy. They're practical, they're hardworking and they're responsible. And they like to create systems that are logical and create scalable growth that can create a growth that is sustained over a long time very solid grounded energy in number four. Number five people are free thinkers. They're adventurous. They're progressive. They're all about freedom. 
they also experience the world through their five senses. They love tasting good things and smelling good things and sensing good things. They're about it all. They learn their life lessons through creating spontaneous acts of bravery. They jump in when there's something that needs fixing right away without thinking about it. They're impulsive, but they're also playful and vivacious. So that's the number five life path. Number six, if you've got a six number, you're nurturing and you're supportive and you're empathic. Number six, people are true healers. They're problem solvers. They solve emotional and physical problems. They're straightforward, but they're very gentle in their approach. They're very responsible and they care very deeply for their friends and their lovers and their family. And they have great communication skills with children and animals. And they have that beautiful, squishy tenderness and that wonderful caretaker spirit. Number seven people are the detectives in the numerological pantheon. They are investigators and they are analytical and detail oriented. I think of Sherlock Holmes when I think of number sevens. They desire to have inner wisdom. They are more interested in their inner world than even the outer reality. But they also have a very keen eye and are very observant and can be very astute in their observations. Plus they have a lot of quick wit and they are very inventive. Number eight people are all about abundance. They get material wealth and financial success. They're ambitious, they're goal-oriented, they're leaders, and they assume these leadership positions because they have natural magnetism. They're big picture thinkers. I think of those visionaries that are thinking about something that's going to be manifested in 10 or 20 years. And anytime there's any achievement to be done, a number eight will go to the highest heights. Number nine people are old souls. They have been here many, many times and have experienced the ups and downs of life many, many times. So they're able to sort of ride out those waves. They're able to psychically connect the dots to understand things far beyond the comprehension of most people. And they are very much oriented toward reaching higher states of consciousness. They also help others achieve these, these higher states of consciousness and the spiritual awareness. And they want to transform transform the world and inspire others to explore their own spirituality. So it's a wonderful number to have. Now, if you have figured out, um, you know, how to figure out your birthday, you can also work with numerology and dates to figure out a time to start your spell. So you could start your spell, let's say if you wanted, let's say you wanted to have success and achievement. So you're going to start your spell at 808 on the eighth day of the month. That's one way you could do it, but you could also add the month, day, and year to get to the master number of that day, and then just go along till you get to an eight. So for example, if you start with today and today is, for example, a a four, then the next day will be a five and the next day will be a six. The next day will be a seven. And then the day after that will be an eight. And so, you know, you can start your spell on that date. So that's another way of working with that date numerology. So start thinking about the numbers around you. Use them as these magical messages from your spirit guides. So for example, if you keep seeing the same number, if you see a repeating number on a clock, make a wish and make a wish 
that is, you know, aligned with the number that you see. Think about ways that you can add magical numbers to your spells. You could choose the focus of your spell and find the numerological numerological number that will best support your spell. And then think of these inventive and creative ways that you can bring that number into your magic. Well, that about does it for this episode of Magic and the Law of Attraction. If you would like to get even more info about numerology and how to incorporate numbers in your spells, then check out the Learn page over at Parlor Wonders, where you will find a ton of free resources, including workshops, blog posts, how-to guides, how-to videos, past podcast episode. And you'll also find the way to join me live over Zoom for the Magic Q&A Tea Party every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Just go to parlorofwonders.com click on the learn tab to see all the goodies there. I want to thank you, say thank you to all the Spell Squad members out there who have subscribed to and enjoyed this podcast and shared it with their friends and family. I want to say thank you to the fabulous folks who have left reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. And I want to say thank you to Jill Navarre for production and engineering. Thank you to Manfred Hofer for announcing. And thank you to you for joining me, whether you are here live with me uh, or you're listening to the podcast later. I'm looking forward to seeing you next time when we'll be answering the question, troubleshooting a spell that didn't work. That's not a question. It's a thing, but anyway, we'll be doing, we'll be talking about that next time. And until the next time, this is Madame Pamita saying, keep making your life the most magical adventure ever. Mm-hmm.